Hello, everybody, and welcome to Running in Circles. This is episode 62. We're doing Game of the Year 2018. I am today joined today by Mr. Todd Standring. It's me, yo. It's Mr. Kenny Perrin. It's not today. It's tonight. It's tonight. Yeah, okay. And, and Ryan Mill is here, too. Yeah, I, I agree. It's tonight. It's, it's definitely tonight. It's definitely tonight. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now cool. that we've sure. figured that we've out. established this. Now. Wow. <laughs> Just wanted to clarify for the listeners. It's tonight. It's always tonight. <laughs> Technically, I guess. Uh, no, sometimes we do it in the morning. Once. Maybe we, twice. Yeah, we did it like once. Well, once. Like the first one was at like three in the afternoon. That's true. Mm-hmm. So there's that. We yeah. did one like an early Saturday one. Yeah. It's just, you know. I would rather do it in the morning, honestly. I'd be a lot shattered. It'd be nice if I didn't have to fucking work every weekend. Then Facts. We could. Facts. Well, maybe yeah. I should, maybe I should just quit my job. Scheduling is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We Fuck figure it. it out. That's why we're here tonight. We're yeah. figuring Feels like it out. It's been a while since the last. It one has too. been a while. All of the holiday shit happened. Yeah. Them holidays. I played a few games that will be added to Game of the Year because they're good. Mm-hmm. We got rotten with the plague. Yeah. Oh my God. Todd, yeah. Mary shits miss uh, yeah. dish rags. Oh, it was terrible. It was yes. We had a bunch of people come to my house and hang out uh, before Christmas because everyone's home for Christmas. And Todd and Danielle decided to go to a party and get real sick the night before, and not know they were sick until they had already infected me. Oh, you got it too? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I stayed away from this. Yeah, I just you're lucky. Say, you're lucky. I yeah. feel blessed. So at the party, <laughs> yeah, I went. To prior, like a dozen to fifteen people got sick, and then came here, and then got Kilmer sick, who got his family sick, and then I got both sides of my family sick <laughs> on Christmas. So yeah, I was supposed to have Christmas dinner here, and I had to give my parents all the food because I was not leaving bed. Whew. It was bad. That's fucked uh, up. Man. That's brutal. Had to leave Christmas Eve early. Puked at my parents' house. It was bad. Like it was just not good. But got some cool shit for christmas that's good yeah drop mix <laughs> oh dope drop mix is sick has anybody learned how to play it yet nope no nope. okay fuck that all right it's i just still put sick. cards down it's fun yeah, yeah fuck that it's, i got it's, slippers oh yeah ll bean slippers ll bean slippers mm-hmm. i got a nice bunch one. of house stuff like silverware oh, oh yeah oh yeah that adult life fully dope but also stuff that I don't have to buy. Mm-hmm. You get anything cool? I got socks and underwear. Oh, oh shit. House Thanks, stuff. Mom. A legendary <laughs> amount of socks. I got pants that fit me. That was great. Yeah. I did. Uh, you got some pants, too? Yeah. I got the Nintendo Classic. I still haven't hooked it up. Oh, I want. I I bought a uh, HDMI adapter for my regular ass monitor in here so that I can just hook up HDMI shit to it and play games while I'm trying to work. I also bought a wireless controller because that uh, was my biggest gripe with the Nintendo yeah. Classic was it has a four-foot cord, Yeah, and my couch is like 16 feet from my TV. What does so. it want you to still sit in front of the TV and yeah. play? Yeah, yeah that's, that's like, the whole thing. I'm a classic that. I'm 30-something goddamn years old. I'm not sitting this close. Did you just get one of the 8 big Joe ones or whatever? <laughs> it's like 15 bucks, and yeah, yeah I don't. it looks like it works fine. I literally haven't plugged the fucking thing in. <laughs> yeah. There's always someone using my TV. Whether the wife's watching or Mackenzie plays fucking Fortnite now. So oh hell yeah! So oh, there's man. there's that going on. Don't. So I'm just like yeah. I guess I'll go and uh, you know hang out with my friends on the internet and play Diablo three. Play Diablo three. <laughs> fucking. I can't believe you duped me into playing. I got a lot of people to play this season. Yeah, you this, got fucking Mark. I got Mark to play. Zolo Zolo almost tried to play, but realized he couldn't play with us and went back to Overwatch. 
I got like half of Toad Explode to play. <laughs> Stupid. Kenny sends out a group text on Friday. Like, mm, new season of Diablo is coming out. Who's playing? It's like, launches at 8. I'm like, I kind of want to play. Fuck. <laughs> Then Sunday Fast morning. Fast forward to Sunday. Yeah. You Twelve boost? hours in. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny's like, you want to... Uh, I was like, Kenny, you want to boost me to 70? He's like, sure. Boost me and Danielle to 70. Do a couple of things. He leaves for work. Comes back 10 hours later. We're still playing. <laughs> it's, fucking, it's the way to do it. I'm like, fuck. It's the way to do it. I bet you're strong as shit right now, though. I'm pretty strong. On T12. Yeah. It's just a you're couple close. of items you're, away. You're yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Push you over the top. Yeah. If you guys haven't heard of it, this is Diablo 3. Yeah. Uh, the only reason it's cool, <laughs> let's clarify, the season, every season for the last few seasons, they've done like an over effect. Last season was like two goblins. Every time you saw a goblin, it was double. What? That it's, sounds awesome. It's the season of grandeur, yeah. which is you always have the ring of royal grandeur, which reduces the amount of set pieces you need by one. So your That's builds are, cool. it's the full... You just get there way faster. Extra everything all the time. Like, you can use all the cool shit in the cube. You don't have to worry about having six-piece bonus. It's fucking sweet. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. And they power-ramped everything to be just through the roof. So every single build is just super viable. and yeah. That's cool. Fun. Super fun. It's annoying. Game of the year, 2018. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, well, pastime of the year, maybe. Yeah. Just turn your brain off of the year. <laughs> I'll agree with that. It's super fun to just sit there and kill demons. It and is it's very relaxing. Won't disagree. Uh-huh. Very, Will not very. There's fun. something meditative about it. I'll it give you that definitely is. Yeah. And I played normal with everybody, and it's just like, oh, I can die. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to start the whole game oh, yeah. over. Oh, this is lovely. The many trials of Kenny's hardcore character. This is lovely. Well, that's the 34th mention of uh, Diablo 3 on this podcast. No, way more than that. Are you kidding me? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've had 62 episodes. It's at least 60. Probably. <laughs> no way. Because even when, Kenny, you're not here, we're just, we pretend to be like, oh, yeah, I fucking puked in the show and I played Diablo 3. Okay. I did have a fun blackout. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. If, uh, yeah, it, we're gonna, I'm gonna black, go. With, I'm gonna go with fun. I'm gonna go with it was a fun one. Would you call it the blackout of the year? No, okay. no. That one where I woke up with the Africa bruise on my back was definitely, <laughs> definitely blackout of the year. I had to send multiple feeler texts out to people to see like if we were still cool. Uh, I literally got a text back from Luke that says, "Nah, Kenny, you were fine to me. It's all good. I love you." <laughs> wow. Which implies that you were not fine to yes, other people. Yes, there was other people involved that I had to apologize, and everything's fine now, Damn. I think, most people. Um, Damn. Yeah, that was a bad night. Damn. But, uh... Fun night. Sure, yeah, I wasn't even there for half of it, so... No, I mean, the next one you're going to tell us Oh, this one was night. fun, apparently. Yeah, it was. I, I wasn't an asshole. So Aaron goes, I'm super proud that you weren't even an asshole last night. The next morning when I woke up, it was like, awesome. Great news. So I was like, I didn't piss anyone. She's like, don't need to piss anyone off. Nothing. I wake up and there's just pictures of random people holding a replica World Wrestling Federation championship belt at the bar. Oh, I saw so a picture of this. We're yes. at the bar. I did see that picture. I have no idea where it came from. What? And I woke up. It was on my couch. I thought you had won at darts or something. <laughs> the Skip. belt. The belt was on my fucking couch when I woke up the next morning, and I saw it, and I'm like, "Oh, that's kind of weird. That's a really nice wrestling belt." No fucking idea where it came from. Damn. So 
Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ended up being Malik's, uh, the babysitter slash a friend of the, of mine and Aaron's. And uh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I bought about 100 jalapeno poppers <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of cases of zebra cakes. Uh, and Whoa. Had, yeah. Loves, so, loves zebra cakes. Zebra cakes. So, right. yeah, it's always a good time when you don't remember and then food gets delivered the next day and there's literally 100 jalapeno poppers and boxes oh of zebra, zebra cakes. All I can think of is like a brown hydroelectric <laughs> dam just fucking forcefully exiting your buttocks. I couldn't <laughs> cook enough of the jalapeno poppers at once because it was for the game <laughs> yeah, it yeah. For the, it was for the for the game sunday um and the, there's just so many i couldn't i had two full trays just in the eat oven them fucking frozen <laughs> just, eat them cold no i cooked like half of them up and i was like i still have so many fucking there's like four people at my house at the game so i was like <laughs> <laughs> oh, kenny's this. sitting on the couch with a frozen box of them heating them up gave, with a lighter i gave everyone a full like like a big like Giant serving plate a serving plate full of hobby. I was like hey, you get a plate and you get it's like fucking Oprah everybody <laughs> you'll get a plate and you'll get a plate <laughs> everyone's like yeah I don't really need this many hobby. I was like fucking bought them so we're eating them up let's go Damn. yeah it was a good it was a good blackout it's good solid nice no uh no offended people that we know of that's good. No, uh, no sour, no sour, folks. Aaron didn't yell at me. Perfect. It was a success. And the Patriots won. And the Patriots. That was the problem. Is the whole weekend was just like fucked up, fucked up. Patriots fucked up. <laughs> just too much fucked up. Just too much. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hang, I was over for like three days, and then it fucking we had snow this last week. Definitely snowed. Yeah. Then it's, it's all gone today. Yeah. Right? My my boss texted me at eight, and I was like, yeah, mm, I don't think I'm gonna make it. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't want to. I'm not coming to work. I'm emitting this weird brown trail. I actually did the same thing. I was just like, yeah, I'm just not going to come in. It's raining ice. I, just, I fucking drive a 98 Honda. You have a fucking pickup truck. Deal with it. I'm good. I'll work Wednesday. It's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. Starting the new year off right. Yeah. I've never called out at this job. I was like, I'm not even calling out. I'm just not coming. This is, this is how it's going to be. <laughs> Bold yeah, flavor. the roads were pretty bad. Yeah, it was. Gross. I didn't even try. <laughs> yeah, so was, I would have died. Fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> Starting the new year off right. Bold flavor. <laughs> Just not going to work. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> Hangovers. Brown trails. Mm-hmm. Patriots win. Patriots win. Video we games. All, we all win. Video games. But we video all. games from last year. That's what we want to talk about. That's what we're going to talk yeah. about. I think first we're going to get into what we've been playing like most recently right yeah. before we get into sort of the summary of uh yeah yeah what we've been playing yeah and we're gonna do it a little differently too this year because turns we out we didn't play a lot of games that overlapped um yeah there was a other. few uh we have like a top five or six games or something like that that we've all kind of played or at least the majority of us have played um looking at you kenny um <laughs> but um yes so, in, during the break, I bought Tomb Raider, played through all of Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, very, very good game. Yeah. Uh, satisfying conclusion to their the trilogy of those games. Um, I found all of the challenge tombs to be absolutely incredible. 
Yeah, they were all very different from each other, yeah, too. Exactly. So it wasn't like you're redoing all these like weird puzzle mechanics. They built that's, like different puzzle mechanics for that's every That's good tomb. to hear. Because yeah. that was my favorite thing. Yeah. I only played the first and one, and I liked huge. that a lot. Like, the, one in the, fr- the ones in the first one were like a couple like small rooms. Like These are actually these are giant yeah. temples. With like moving parts inside or whatever. That's cool. That yeah. reminds me of like the old like Legacy of Kane style games yes. where you have like yep. mirror puzzles and like no one yeah, really there does was that. A There's definitely a mirror puzzle in this. Definitely it's a mirror. Dope. It felt exactly the story tunes like were that. all really good too. Like everything was laid out really well. The graphics are incredible. Like yeah. it just looks so good, especially Animations. in 4K running at 60 frames. Like it just looks incredible. Is she basically Sam Fisher now? Kind of. Yeah. Well, okay. It, it, the whole theme yeah. of this one is kind of just like. She's caused a lot of problems, and it kind of all ties back to her and her father starting most of this, like Trinity. And you find out the origins of Trinity, and like there's a crazy hidden city you go to that's massive with like just in, an insane amount of things to do. Yeah, a lot of stuff to do. Like it, it's, I just did almost all of it. I too. did too. I did. I played this game probably 34, 30 to 40 hours, yeah. something like 35 well, or something like that. Probably the same. Um, and it was really good. I, I I made sure like I was trying to complete at least all of the challenge tombs in an area before I moved on, or if I had missed one, I would go back yeah. and do them before I like ex- actually finished the story. Because and you got good upgrades from the challenge shells too. Like it was yeah. worth it to go in and do it because you would get. There was certain things now. on your skill tree that would just un- could only be unlocked yeah. via these challenge tombs, and they were pretty big, and they were cool. Like, yeah, like. I couldn't. I can't even name one for you right now because all of the the stuff. There's like four general uh, sections, like a stealth one, uh, combat. They don't actually tell you what they are. They're kind of just different color patterns. Um, and then, yeah. So you're just same way before. You're just finding camp, new campfires that'll bring you to a new save point. Uh, you can. That's how you upgrade your weapons and craft things. Is at the campfires. Uh, the one thing I will say is. This was made by a different developer, and I can kind of see the seams in some places. Uh, it felt a little very video gamey in certain parts, where it's just like this is clearly only could be a video game. Whereas in previous ones, I felt like they tried to make it a little bit more realistic, and it it, it just it felt a little tacked on. Like there was a lot of stuff that was like kind of straight out of like Arkham games or something like that, where you're just like perched on top of branches and you can just like pull dudes up and like oh, it was kind yeah. of stuff like it was like they kind of took it a little too far yeah with like the power fantasy stuff yeah, yeah. And, like she was a little too yeah and the stealth was just too forgiving and stuff like it was, it was just yeah it's I like mean, very you, video game yeah you can't create this character that's a vulnerable sort of protagonist yeah. and, and then also be like badass. hey you can fly like a bat and yeah fucking, it felt it felt yeah. a lot more uncharted-y like mm-hmm. where it's just like yeah okay she's just a badass now like no one can touch her type yeah. of thing yeah that's I mean I, I like the stealth part of it like that actually made me like the combat in this one better than the it was a lot two. easier it was yeah. a lot easier and I, I just and you, you just had that. more like, like they had the whole mud thing the which bow and arrow incredible. is my favorite part of the game yeah. so might as well want to use it instead of a fucking assault rifle yeah and you right? can also like some of the upgrades you get with that you can just like mark three headshots at one time and just <laughs> take out three dudes Sam like, Fisher bro. yeah exactly <laughs> So it's just like it's it's still really fun. Like, they put the big text on the uh, walls and stuff. No, they didn't no. do that. Okay, um, but it's like it's a really well done game. The storyline is very satisfying, and it concludes in a in a good way. Um, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, and it was definitely pretty. Yeah, it was really really pretty. 
And it had some really good writing in it too. Like there was some char- like some of the side characters yeah. and stuff. Like uh, the character towards the end of it was really good. Um, he's R- like the future king, the prince. I thought he did a really good job uh, of portraying just like a kid trying to do adult things. Like it was kind of it was pretty convincing. Yeah, it was and, like yeah. Assassin's Creedy type. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Level. I mean, it was good. Um, there. I liked the story and the writing better than the second one easily. I think the first it had a one, better story plot. Like the, the plot in the second one was a little too. Eh. Yeah, I, I generally like the the exploration stuff and like how the how the game kind of progresses is better in the second one. I think because like you kind of get stuck in that city for a while in this one. Yeah, um, but I do agree that the story, the general storyline, and like where it goes is better in this one. Did, and the whole like eclipse thing was really cool too. Did you do the? Uh, crucifixion tomb did you do all the yeah we had to follow all the crosses yeah one that one was fucking cool it was cool there was a lot of really really clever puzzles in this game yeah and some of the puzzles would have like almost like side stories to them to tell you like this thing that happened in the past or whatever it was cool sounds all right yeah Yeah, it was good sounds like just a kind of not i don't want to say run of the mill because it sounds a little yeah, but it was it was good. Yeah. It was a good one of those. A good one of those. Yeah. yeah. A third person video games. Man. Yeah, basically a third person shooter game. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Good uncharted alike. Like such as a Watch Dogs. Yeah. Tomb Raider. Yeah, but Tomb less Breta. open worldy. Yeah. Um I guess I'll go in then to what I've been playing a f- not a fuckload of, but a lot of. I think Kilmer's <laughs> been playing as well, yes. which is Throne Breaker, The Witcher Tales. Yeah, playing as Queen Meave. Yeah, Queen Meave, she a boo. <laughs> so it's a it's a card game. It's basically Gwent. Yeah, it's a redesigned better Gwent. Yeah, it's Gwent that is kind of bolted onto an isometric. I don't want to call it an RPG. It, it's a very light yeah. RPG, um, but it's like a you know top down third person sort of thing where you're running around a map collecting just supplies kind of like a zelda 2 map like where it's a lot more detailed than that but it's like you're using that to like get from place to place but you're trying to get like you're just getting to the next battle but there's still like exploration stuff in this world too which is really cool because like you can there's tons of resources scattered in hidden treasure chests and stuff and all of the npcs in the game will if you talk to them long enough some of them give you gold and stuff towards your cause and they all have unique lines of dialogue and it's written incredibly well like for something that i didn't really anticipate it being a it's like hard game basically the writing is awesome like well, and, and queen Meave, Red, right yeah exactly <laughs> and queen Meave, like I, i've been reading the books and she's <coughs> very like vaguely addressed in the books where she's just like she's a super pretty queen yeah so this follows her and her small crew so you know the nilf guardians from the yep. main witcher game they're like the black yep. dudes with these. she's the queen of rivia and lyria yeah which is like the northern territories and there's just you know this fucked up overall power the nilf guardians that are taking over and being real dicks about everything um and she's kind of running this little splinter cell up in the north to kind of crusade against like their wrongdoings or sam fisher uh no no okay, not really a you said splinter oh i did say oh. oh i get it god damn it um but yeah that's sort of the 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 gist of the story and it's just it's it takes some nice 
turns that you don't see coming. I mean, Not you really. see some things building up, but you're just like, wow, that is fucking crazy. And yeah, like Kilmer said, the writing is is unbelievable. It's got that weird, super British like tone uh, where the like if you were reading it without it being read, you would be like, I don't know, maybe know what they mean. But yeah, when you hear them talking, you're like, okay. That makes sense. Um, and it's just fucking crazy. You slowly start unlocking this story as you go from point to point on this little map as you're searching and finding things. And then when you find events, you plunge into these card games, which is Gwent, uh, that they've streamlined a bit from The uh, Witcher 3. Instead of the three rows of cards, it's just two on each side. Mm-hmm. So there's less um, less shit to get in the way basically it just takes yep. a unnecessary decisions out of the equation um and you start with a, just a general sort of simple deck with some cards um and you play the same like the standard battles the three round things but then they spice in a bunch of puzzles and, and story sing- battles yeah too. And story battles which are single round fights instead of the traditional three and they all have special things. rules and stuff too so like you'll come up against like one of the first battles you do is your there's like a rock slide and it's a special card battle where every on after every turn the rock moves down one row essentially trying and if it gets to the bottom of your row it's gone and you have a very limited amount of cards where you have to take them out in a strategic order in the right way to and it's a puzzle it's a straight up puzzle like there's yeah. a specific way to do these things and it's just super fun uh, the, the, these are the best parts of the game i think because a lot of the uh a lot of the standard battles get super hard because as you progress, you're unlocking new cards and you're unlocking, you meet NPCs and they become a new card in your army and stuff like that. And you also have this like crazy like deck building aspect of things where you can upgrade cards and buy new cards and swap things out and uh, have a certain amount of power level and each card has power. It's just like a, like a Hearthstone type of thing, very similar yeah. to that. Uh, but as you keep progressing through the game, you're unlocking new things and like like as Todd was saying before with the story it's taking all these twists and turns and you'll you'll see certain characters and other things happen and then all of a sudden you'll hit a turning point and oh wait you have to completely rebuild your deck because you have a new set of cards That's and cool. it's a whole different way of playing the game and the story is just it'll keep driving you forward even if because like, there's certain battles I'll come up with and it's like a standard battle and you're fighting just like a noon wraith or a moon wraith or whatever and like I've tried it three times and I just can't beat this and then I'll just move on Something will trigger. I'll get other, other cards or new waves of playing. Go back and then I can beat it. Like so, it, it's it's another one of those games that just like you can play it at your own pace. I mean, I love me some Gwent. Yeah, and but I I've never even played the the standalone game. I only I only played it in The Witcher. Right, and they yeah. changed it a lot since then. Good. Like the rows are different. So. All of all of. For the better. Now, did they cha- did they make those changes in like the original Gwent game, and then yes. bring those over to? I believe so. so the, they were developing the the free to play Gwent game that okay. is out now, yeah. um, and all of the animations in the style of like that game is okay. is they basically had all of that gameplay locked out in the multiplayer, and they wrote a whole single player around. Okay, it. yeah, that that's fucking dope. Yeah, it's that's incredible because I liked the original version. I hear. Gwent's way better than the original version. Yeah, yeah. So no, it's awesome. And a, a cool thing on the puzzles to note is the puzzles serve because they have very specific solutions that you have to find, and they give you a select hand of cards to use. And by having that limitation of only those cards, 
you have to be creative with those like you ha- it forces you to be creative because you're like I know I can solve this problem but I only have these tools so it teaches you to use cards that you would see yeah that you don't see the potential of until you're actually forced oh, to yeah, use yeah, them. Yeah, you're comboing them. It's yeah, like, it's sort of like, it's something that they do in Magic the yeah, Gathering, which yeah. is like, they have this base level of a card design where it's like, it's very obvious what you can do with it, but then there's also like, a the meta level, level yeah. of the card that you might not know how to use until you're sort of forced to use it, like in Magic Draft. Like, you yeah. might have a card that you're like, oh, this is, fuck, I can use it in this way too, and that's what helps make the some of the battles easier too is like you yep. might get jammed up but then you do a puzzle and you're like oh fuck like I can use this card to do this thing and then it's like that game mode in those magic uh, console games I forget yes, where they were yes. yep. the like they have Walker like oh games. you have three turns left to do ten damage it, to kill this exactly. person like how are you gonna do it exactly and, like using some of those cards that you'd never used before and yeah. yeah, that's that's dope. Yeah, it's fucking rad. Yeah, and then the only other thing is unlocking more cards. You unlock some through the story, and then you're when you're on the little isometric top-down map, you're managing these three resources, which is gold, wood, and troops. And through searching and doing different acts, um, you get some like gray sort of choices where you're like, oh, this dude's fucking chained up in a shed, like, but they're from the other side. Like, do you want to, you know, kill him or just fucking? Yeah, they're all the moral choices, and then you'll see the immediate benefits and losses from doing one. So it's like, hey, if you do this, you're going to lose fifty gold, but you're going to gain morale. Mm -hmm. And if you have, you have three stages of morale, and yellow morale means your cards are average. Uh, green morale means you got a bonus to all your card values, and low is it's subtracted. So you are you're, and after every battle, it resets back to neutral. So like as you're looking through the environment and stuff, you'll get there's these little like worship shrines, worship shrines. There we go. I can say that word now. That will um, up the morale. So like as you're going around, you're always looking for these things to just give you that little bonus in certain aspects. Morale's fucking. Pretty low across the board as a thematic. Uh, it's a Witcher game element. Yeah, yeah it's just and they're, the, the, you're basically your homeland is being invaded by Nilf Guardians and they're burning everything to the ground. It's fucked. It's sick. Not so, the most positive game. No. It starts positive and then it's just like man, yeah. It starts off. It's like hey, we just went to this summit. We're all going to help each other. It's going to be great. And then on the way back, it's like shit. My kingdom's fucked. Yep. <laughs> just straight. <laughs> yeah. Very. Yeah. I. I don't know why they made this game it's so specific like we're fucking weirdos so we like it like it fits our crew but like it is so not a mainstream appeal thing it's like ultra sounds like a more of a passion project yeah it definitely is you can tell um and it's just weird because it has the writing on caliber with and like her was a side mission from the witcher that they never got to fit in so they were like oh it's fucking crazy make a game well it's it's crazy too because it's all like this really cool art style like it has this like really thick black line like comic book style so everything just looks really sweet and then they have these awesome like cutscenes where they're actually like animating like all of the mouth and stuff actually animate as they're supposed to and they're, they're just like these little avatars that move slightly and they fade in and out and stuff but it, it's it's the effect is really powerful and it works yeah and then they do some stuff with like panels not really comic book style panels but they just do some cool things with like black space and images that just yeah. look insane and the illustrations are fucking bonkers they're yeah. just like monochromatic it's like ink and like yellow it looks like a sepia sort of thing yeah it's very fucking yeah. ridiculous brown colors yeah, yeah. 
Fuck that game. It's very good. It's $30. Um, it's $30. It's on PC. It's on Xbox and PS4. Um, I bought it for my brother-in-law for his birthday, and he's been enjoying it as well. So yeah. pick it up. It's it's That should bridge us right in. That's probably one of my games of the year. Yeah. Because uh, it's... It's awesome. Same. It's Same. a Witcher game. Like it's a Witcher game with cool card play. Like, and like, how much time have you put into it? It's it's. We're I'm about sixteen hours in. Yeah, I'm okay. probably like eighteen or nineteen. Fe- feeling like you're getting towards. I think I'm or... maybe halfway. Okay. So yeah. So according to the reviews and stuff, it's about forty forty hours long. That- it's ridiculous. Sign me up. Yeah. yeah Sign me up. It's great. For a simulation card game. <laughs> yeah. With a dope story. Wow. You would <laughs> Kenny like loves, Kenny, Kenny, you Kenny would, honest to God, you would like this game. You would love the card play. You would just fucking go right through the story and not give a shit. I don't but. think so. I think you would like the story. It's the same like Game of Thrones. That's like gray, moral fucking bullshit. Like, it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's definitely and it's got good. like Hearthstone type mechanics Not sold. No, it's definitely not. Not sold. <laughs> not sold. That's fine. You don't have to be sold. I don't have to be. It's not for everybody. It's not. But it seems for- like it's for a very select group of gamers. Idiots like myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Michael right Gilmer. in that group. Yeah. yeah. No, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, that's what gaming's all about. It is. Yeah. And it ties into our... Having uh, a sick target audience, bro. Hey, fuck <laughs> it. This is a great year for weird target audiences. Uh, yes. Yeah, we have a very strange, eclectic top group of games here. Yeah, and this kind one, of all over the place. Yeah, and this one goes in it. I mean, uh, neither Kilmer and I have finished it yet, but even without finishing it, I'm I'm confident they're not going to blow the ending. Um, no. But even if I, mean, I don't want to say even if they do, it would be disappointing if they did. But even what I, still from good. what I've played, I'm confident to say it's. I've already gotten thirty dollars worth. Yeah, basically, it's one of the better games I've played this year. Four, yep. sure. Yeah. Well, speaking of weird target audience, oh, Below came out. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> Below did come out. I guess that yeah, that is a really pretty game. I so I pl- by the way I plan on talking about this game in the future because I am not gonna not finish this game. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's good. So I'm glad it's, someone's gonna because <laughs> I'm not gonna play this game anymore. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's as advertised, I guess. Like yeah, they I mean it is, it is what it, they said. Well, it was why, be. why don't you run it down for so, us? What okay, it, so advertised. It is this what it, would it be isometric like type of yeah. procedurally generated dungeon crawler roguelike game. You're yeah. really really far away from the character though. Uh, yeah, you're really far away from the character, uh, which I guess they have brought you a little bit closer in a more recent patch. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, but you're really far away from the character, so you can't really see your movements all that well. Everything is very dark. You start as a traveler on this island, you get shipwrecked, and you aren't told anything. Uh, you start finding... Like, absolutely nothing. Yeah, you, you, you find, like, a lantern, and then you go in to this opening into the island, and you find your first campfire, uh, which does exactly... Basically, what campfires do in Dark Souls, well, actually, I mean, it's a checkpoint. Yeah, it's a checkpoint. It's a temporary checkpoint. Right. Yeah. Uh, And then you work your way down through these procedurally, kind of procedurally generated um, floors, because the map is basically the same every time you go, like the overworld map that you look at, it has the same connections. 
everything is just mapped out a little bit Slightly differently when you enter, enter those rooms. The top part of the glacier of the island yeah. is yeah. the same every time. And I think the layouts of the dungeons are generally the same as like the cardinal directions where everything yeah. is on where the Where entrances floors. and exits are fairly in fairly similar spots. Yeah, they just ruffle up the links in between, I think. Yeah, and uh, and so you're working your way down and you have like limited inventory space, there's a lot of crafting options and then you die and you start over as another traveler at another point in time where stuff that you've done within the world is still has still happened because mm-hmm. that other traveler did it like unlock doors and and like uh shortcuts kind of like dark souls back up to where you first start and your shit and your lantern is with your dead body so if you get yourself into a shitty situation and you lose your stuff uh, it's really hard to get back sometimes like really hard to get back sometimes uh coupled with the fact that you have three survival meters um, one of which is hunger and it's constantly depleting mm-hmm. uh, does sprinting make it go down it does okay. it does it does so walking slower is better for your hunger and you can't really tell because everything is so small and you I mean that everything is very slow that's but the gist of it I mean there's a lot of cool secrets and stuff like that in it like but it's by design that they make yeah. you want to go slow because going fast, especially in the initial floors, will wreck you because there's one-hit-kill traps that you can barely see. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's about just learning your spaces and kind of anticipating what will come, which is true of most roguelikes. You know, you, you, you suck at them at first, but then once you know the enemy patterns and the things, you get a little bit further. Um, <clears throat> there's like a million crafting options, and you have to figure those out. Yeah, that all shit's annoying on your own. Like if Don't you like want to craft like a bundle of bomb arrows, it's a very specific crafting recipe. Um, but one cool thing I guess I should mention as we're talking about like the m- main point of the game is that there's this little area that you unlock called the pocket, which you can whenever you find a campfire, you can travel to the pocket, and it's like. I don't know what you would call it, but it's like... It's like a safe haven. A safe haven for all of the travelers that go through. So They don't tell you this either. No, they, don't, they do not they tell, tell you this. They tell you fucking shit. Uh, and so you can go into this pocket from any fire and stash stuff in like little cabinets and stuff that you have. Huh. So that when... You if you do up. die, yeah, you can, you can go to the pocket right away because there's a campfire right on the main beach and and load yourself up with some stuff that you've stashed. I was going to ask, can you like move your way leave down? yourself stuff for yeah, and you when can, you die? You can also so upgrade cool. the slots inside of that pocket too, but they don't tell you how to do that either. Nope. <laughs> sounds sounds <laughs> it's obtuse as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so the main game, I guess, progresses... I got about an hour and a half in and then just stop playing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The main game progresses with the lantern because you have to shine it on specific doors to open them to like continue down this world. Um, and, and if you obviously die and lose it, you have to go find your dead body to get it. Yeah, and that's, that's the main, like, mainest of main things is the lantern in the game. And they don't yeah. fucking tell you that. Yeah, um, that happened to me. I lost the lantern, then died and didn't know where my body was again. And or your lantern. Yeah, or your... Yes. So it has a map system, but you also have to figure out Yeah, they don't tell you how to fucking use that either. <laughs> right. Um, 
So yeah, the lantern is like the most important thing. It gives you light in a game that is ridiculously dark. Yeah, it, I just kept going through torches all the time. Yep, you'll do that. Um, and the lantern, yes, like Ryan was saying, opens up certain key doors and shows certain um, things. And yeah, they don't tell you a lot about it, which is frustrating. And for me, I um, I lost the lantern with like right when I started the game, not really knowing what it was and I stopped for like a week and went back and played again and had basically no fucking real memory that I got mm-hmm. the lantern yeah when you it's funny because when you pull the trigger and you don't have it you go to pull it out yeah. and then you just don't and you're like do I not have fuel for it because it That's also uses I was. currency I yeah I so and it Honestly, if they just added a little, you don't have your lantern text, when you try to do that, people would be able to start the game way easier. Because mm-hmm. the same fucking thing happened to me. Yeah. I was profoundly frustrated by this game. I gave it a very, very fair shake. I played for probably a dozen hours, and I I liked it right out of the gate, and then I fucking hated it for like a couple hours and then I made a breakthrough and I loved it for like six to eight hours where I was like this is fucking amazing this is like so hard but I'm figuring it out I'm unlocking shit and then I decided I was going to map out every floor of the game on a piece of graph paper (laughs) which I did (laughs) I was like this is fucking dope I'm gonna map all this stuff I know where everything is so when I do my runs I'm like this is fucking perfect and then I <laughs> I fucking died, got real pissed, went down to get to my body, died again, and lost, like... So you can lose, like, several runs worth of gear, which is the <laughs> shittiest fucking thing imaginable. So normally, like, whatever, Dark Souls or a game like that, you walk back to corpse, you get your thing, sure, whatever. You don't make it there, you lose some currency. This, like, you could lose, like, things you've been saving up for, like, three hours, potentially. <laughs> and it just, poof, yeah, gone. Sounds awful. And I was like, I think I'm done. <laughs> I sort of just came to peace with it. I'm like, I like this game. The art is... It looks incredible. I mean, I actually stopped earlier because you got a little bit further than I did, but I played way longer. But I also like memorized the first four floors, so I'm just, I can just run through those floors and farm stuff, like if I want to. But I mean, at at some point, you it it gets really fucking hard. Yeah, it does, <laughs> and it's just yeah, I know it's just a frustrating sort of way. I'm. Just, uh. I got so discouraged by it. I was like, I, why I don't, don't you know. guys like playing fun games? So, <laughs> but I mean, like, so I want to go Rumbreak back and fun. play it because I I do like it. Like, it makes me very anxious when I play that game. That like I'm not even frustrated. I'm just like very anxious when it's I play it. It's a really bad and state I to be. Don't in, know if I've ever <laughs> felt that way when playing a video game before. So it's weird. But I I love everything else about it. <sighs> I mean, it looks fucking awesome. Oh, it looks unbelievable. Yeah, the like soundtrack the first, is is really mind good. blowing. Yeah. The first time you go like on top of the the island and you going through the grass and you see it waving in the wind, it was just like this is incredible. Yeah, it just looks so good. Yeah, it's so, absolutely ridiculous. So I I will I will push through that game at some point. I don't want to like talk about it too much because none of us have beat it or yeah, whatever. None I, of us have even, uh, yeah, even scratched the surface, I don't think. Yeah, well, I got half of the mirror pieces or whatever, the lantern pieces. Oh, well, that's... 
a lot. Yeah, I get a decent. I, I just I just got so profoundly fr- frustrated with it. I yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I like now, it's like my. I don't want to say like oh, my time is so fucking valuable. I mean, I've like, I I've been like gushing about this game since what we since st- first started five years ago. Yeah, right. Uh, Before that, I think yeah. And I would say it's a little disappointing for me just because it's not my type of game. It is definitely made for a very small audience. Yeah, I think they stuck to their whatever internal design philosophy like a little too stubbornly. Mm-hmm. Like they had a vision, they definitely did the vision, but yeah. in doing that, I think they blocked out a lot of yeah. players. But which... I mean, you you know me, I like some of my favorite games I've ever played are those ones that don't have a narrative that you kind of make up your own like inside. Yep. So that's one thing I really, really yeah, love about that game. That definitely, those they succeed with that. Are for my sure. favorite types of games. So they that's also why started making gonna... this game six years ago, or whatever. Yeah. So the initial design was something a lot more unique was, back then. It was two D as well. Like was, they had to redesign yeah. the entire game. But I'm just so. like that whole concept of rogue, roguelike, roguelite stuff was yeah. very new six years ago. And like, if I had played this game, I don't know, four years ago, I probably would appreciate it more than I do now. Uh, because I've played things like Dead Cells and things like even Rogue Legacy, where it's like mm-hmm. they just do things so well. Well, yeah. you, I think what hamstrings this a lot is there's no permanent progression other than the shortcut yeah. system and the stuff you sort of amass on your own and your own skills. There's the shortcut nothing, system is satisfying. Yeah. yeah, it is satisfying. Like when you get one. But you don't ever get anything that makes like your quality of life easier yeah, or anything yeah. that's like... You know, you don't feel like you're getting stronger. Like, yes, you get that sense, like in um, you just rem- you're getting better. You're yeah, getting, the same thing with Dark Souls. The areas. Yeah, you get you, you get that satisfaction of getting better, but <sighs> yeah. I mean, the, the, I will say, like the combat, the controls are spot on. Like it's, I guess I wouldn't say an unfair game. No, like no, it's not. The combat's fine. Like when you die from getting hit or whatever, you made a mistake to do that. Yeah, um, and they've they've fine tuned the game to like to exactly what a fully finished game should be. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, there's some very frustrating parts yeah. about it. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I might I might go back to it eventually, but I just wanted to play something. Yeah. And like after I said, playing they, Red Dead, I wanted to beat something that was yeah a little faster. Yeah, me too. Me too. And then that's why Tomb Raider was great, but. Definitely not faster. Yeah, but like when I went from from Red Dead into Below, and I was like, yeah, this is not what I want to play right now. Yeah, so yeah. it saddens me. Yeah, that game makes me sad. Yeah, I wanted to love it. I, I know. I yeah, gave I mean, it, it the looks so fairest good. chance that I could, and I did love it for six yeah. hours. <laughs> but yeah, fuck. Ah, ah. I know. A moment of silence for Below. I know. One of, <laughs> Poor one, one, fuck. one of our one of the more disappointing things of the year, unfortunately. But for yeah. me, yeah, and yeah. for you, and it even seems for you, Ryan, too. Somewhat. I would say, I mean, it yeah. is definitely disappointing to me that I don't love it for what it is because it's fucking incredible for what it is. Yeah, you uh, might and finish it. it and not love it. And they did, like I said, patch some things to do some quality of life things, like bring your character a little bit closer to the screen and they also uh, made your help your hunger drain slower yeah so yeah. they've made it easier making I, haven't, tweaks, yeah. I haven't played it since so but I 
but we'll talk about it when I do. Ripskatani. So yeah, I guess with that, maybe we transition into our disappointing list. I mean, no, that's one of the most recent games we've been playing, but it's sort of also segue into uh, most disappointing, which maybe uh, you want to kick off as well, Ryan, with uh, Sea of Thieves. Yeah, Sea of Friends. Yeah, I wish I I wish that game had more to do in it because I would have played it. Yeah, I mean, so, <laughs> yeah, it had three things to do. Yeah. And all three things got boring after the first, like, best-looking water I've ever seen, playing. though. I mean, b- absolutely gorgeous. I-, I mean, I will say, even if we picked a, like, moment of the year, if we were doing that game of the year thing, I would say one of the times that I was playing Sea of Thieves, what was my favorite moment? Yeah, of I the remember year. that story that you told that. In like, that, and that's, yeah. the, and that's yeah. it, yeah. So like the the multiplayer is fucking fun as hell, but then you just run out of stuff to do. I mean, and there's more stuff to do. I have a friend that I work with that is now consistently playing the game on a daily basis hmm. and but all the stuff is timed. It's like this very large ongoing thing now. So if you, you know, this thing is only happening for 2 weeks and if you miss it, you don't get it. Yeah. Um so so I haven't really been able to dive back into it because the two times I tried to dive back into it, like the first few things we did was do one of those three fucking Voyager missions that I did when the game fucking launched. <laughs> yeah, that's... Which I did not want to... That was the last fucking... Like, yeah, I wanted not, to yeah. do, like, this crazy voyage where we're, like, battling this skeleton ship and it just didn't happen, which they've added now. They've added AI ships. They've added a ton of cool things to the game and... Actually, it's still a lot of people are playing it, but but there's nothing to fucking do still. Yeah, yeah there's still put, nothing to do. Yeah, it's just a social place to be pirates. I mean, yeah, yeah, and, and it's cool. That's it's just I wish there was more. It's a mech assault two lobby, but I guess it's doing well <laughs> enough that it seems like they'll get. <laughs> oh man, sorry. Uh, wish wish mech assault came out. They're gonna need you to get fucked. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, it's it's beautiful. It. Uh, it plays a little wonky, and and there's nothing yeah. to do still. Yeah, they just so. didn't they didn't put any items, any upgrades, any talent trees, any yeah, and even to even like back. all the stuff that you get, you get your gold. There's like you, two you enemies, cosmetic like skeleton, yeah. and an armored skeleton. Yeah, and like. you're working towards cosmetics for your ship, which they've now you can. Can like, you even customize your fucking guy now? Yeah, yeah. You could at the beginning. Well, you couldn't. There was no create a character. It was a random generated character. Oh, no, no. Yeah, you could. No, you can't customize him after you've made him. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. But, I mean, but you the, can customize him with your jackets and shit like that. Like, And it's first person, so you probably can't see you can't half see the shit. Anyways, yeah. You can do that when you emote, but that's another thing that I hate is that there's, like, five all right emotes, but, like, at least make fucking cool emotes and launch them on a regular basis so you have another thing to buy right like it's not like there's microtransactions in this game like you're just farming for gold and buying stuff to make yourself look cool but a lot but then of you don't see yourself so what the fuck's yeah, the point stupid. yeah i mean it is a pirate game yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, you want loot yeah. I mean, yeah you're gonna you're gonna be mad about your only farming gold but it's a pirate game yeah but you want loot but you're you're getting gold you're to getting get booty stuff. To get yeah, to get new stuff that you can't see but you're only doing Fine. three it's different first, things and it's first person yeah game. You knew that. But what if you could get a six-piece? 
There's no bonuses. Suit. There's no. There's no. It doesn't have that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's why it's fucking that. profoundly disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Shit. It is. And and like and another game that I will revisit. One thing that I love about video games nowadays is like I, I didn't buy it first of all because it's on fucking Game Pass. Woo! So I just have it because I pay for Game Pass on a monthly basis, which is great. Uh, and I'll revisit it when they finally like fix it. Fix it. But. Yeah. It's fucking disappointing. I got, a, I got a super uh, disappointing game. Yes. For 2018. I love it. Uh, the World of Warcraft expansion Battle for Azeroth. Wow. Oh. Yep. I, I asked Todd if he wanted to include this. Wow, he said no. Uh, you went there. So when it first came out, it's a new expansion. There's hype. It's exciting. Todd has since unsubbed. I did unsub. Uh, I was baited and got a six-month sub. Because they were giving away a pirate ship mount. Fucking shit's dope. <laughs> shit's fucking dope. So that's <laughs> Did cool. you buy it in gold or did you pay for it? I paid for it. Yeah. I put it on the credit card and said, fuck it. <laughs> um, but yeah, after Legion, after the artifact system, after everything, after it's all said and digested, and I'm deep into it now, we're into the next tier rating. Uh, it's a little lackluster. Uh, there's a lot to be left on the table that they could have taken advantage of and didn't. The whole battle for Azeroth, PvP, it you just turn it off, so there's no real yeah. battle going on. And I understand the expansion's not done and blah, 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 but... Yeah. Azerite gear sucks. Um, <laughs> Azerite gear does suck. It sucks. They did make it so you can buy specific pieces now, which is a little better, but it's an absurd amount of currency, an absurd amount of grinding... And honestly, I just want to do, like, the bare minimum. And, you know, I want to raid once a week. I want to do what I need to do. I have fucking four characters at a max level. And I'm just like, I guess I'll play my monk because healing's different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, I mean, I think, yeah, what they, the whole thing with the Azerite system is they abandoned the traditional, like, Diablo-style thing that they used to do, which was the set pieces. Um, you get the two-piece, you get a bonus. Four-piece, you get a better bonus, um, which was a fine system, and they decided to get rid of it, but in favor of that, you re-roll... Well, not re-roll, but you roll, like, three... Specific ran- traits yeah, per spe- item. Specific, but per they item. feel random, because there's so many of them. There's a large pool. Most of them are trash, and it's really hard to get the very specific ones, because you get one piece of gear if you're lucky per dungeon... Mm. Maybe a couple can, pieces. Can you re-roll on... You can... Well, you can... There's, there's set traits. So if there's, like, the shoulders off of a specific boss, it's always the same traits. Oh, okay, it's not okay. random. But that's why I said it's... They fix that a little because you can select what you're getting yeah. with a shit ton of this Titan residuum shit. It's nonsense. Like, it's... It's not attainable. But, it, but in, in like, general, in just lackluster, lackluster expansion. They put a bunch of stuff in the game which is kind of cool and they're making it better as time's going on, but... Other than the initial, like, holy fuck, it's a new expansion for WoW. All my friends are playing. We're raiding. This is awesome. It's meh at best. Yeah, I think the biggest, I don't want to say flaw about it, but the biggest letdown was how much they improved it in Legion, which they made a ton of just really smart, really awesome changes. And this time they didn't. Improve go any it. further they carried all that shit over which was still awesome but it was just like a welcome they watered it down instead of making it better 
It's the best way that I can describe it. It's it's a lot muddled. There's no like standout thing like this is fucking dope. Yeah, Mythic Dungeons are still cool. Mythic, Mythic Plus Dungeons, Dungeons are fucking awesome. Uh, they just changed the seasons. Blah blah blah. Like it, well, it's not even a season. It's a new tier. I fuck, they call it a season, but it's a new tier. They change the difficulty of everything, and that's still fun. But I don't have time to grind it and be like, oh look, I yeah. got yeah. fucking nine million things to do. It's like doing chores. <laughs> sort of. I don't have time to do chores every day, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much why I unsub. I didn't unsub because I wasn't having fun. I just don't have the time to dedicate. Now. Yeah, that's so why so I've never played World of Warcraft. Yeah, and because it takes way too much time. Gone, you know what I mean. So yeah. it's the same thing. It's like oh, new expansion. Everyone's playing, and then slowly everyone kind everyone of drops out. Yeah. And there's like a core, small core group of people that are always there, but they're not. Like, we're adults. Like, some people are on at fucking 2 in the afternoon doing their shit. I get home at 7, and there's no one online except for fucking Theon farming yeah. fucking mounts. Like, yep. there, it's crazy. There's, it's hard to do the things you need to do, and random players in the game are terrible, and there's no good way to, like, group make. Like, yeah, there's a lot of groups that you can join and do stuff, but the majority of them are bad, and it's a headache and a struggle, and it's not worth your time. So. Yeah. I'm disappointed. That's my game. Has it happened before in World of Warcraft, and then they started to make it better and stuff like? I mean, it didn't ruin the game, right? It's just as one. It's still expansion. World of Warcraft. Yeah, it's yeah. still a great. Still, it's still fucking. You're saying is there, have there been so they could bad expansions that they've turned around? I mean, it's always fun. It's always yeah. a fun game. Yeah. I, don't get me wrong. I enjoy. So you're playing. just saying like you, it might it could be have that been time better. that you it could just have don't have enough time for it anymore. No, because I still play a game every day when I come home. And it just depends on what is. You're just not going to do okay. a bunch of chores because yeah. you'd have better shit to do. Yeah, I mean, I don't have exactly. I don't have the time to invest to get all the little shit in the game. That's like, oh, it's cool if you do get it, but I'm not going to sit yeah. there and fucking. They didn't yeah. make it worth it. No, and it's it's at its best when. All your friends are on. Pretty yeah, much no, like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? When you have five friends together rolling a dungeon, like it's it, it doesn't mm. get to me any better than that in gaming. Like it's it's fucking awesome, but mm. you know you don't always have those five people on, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like yeah. it's kind of struggle bus. That's mine. Yeah, oh, one, one of the four games I played this year, maybe five. Uh, do we want to <laughs> just uh, for time's sake just move into the, the top games? You want I mean, to I'd like to mention. Yeah, you should, yeah. I don't think you're going to dwell too long on the uh, the next one. State here. of Decay Two. Yeah. Also, quite a disappointing <sighs> game. I mean, I, if they told us it was going to be exactly like State of Decay One, I guess I wouldn't be disappointed. Well, I mean, Microsoft bought them, so maybe uh, they'll make the, the MMO they wanted to make. Yeah, I mean, it's it's still just janky. Uh, the co-op multiplayer was super fucking janky, which is. All you really Why play, I yeah. really wanted that game, and I'm, they've done a lot of work to it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But like you, like I'm excited when those games come out. Yeah, Not just like, I mean, go check it out in a year from now. Maybe it'll be good. Right, and that's probably what I'll do. But like, I loved the first one, and I still liked what I played of the second one. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just sad when they launch a game like that with a big draw of it for you. Personally, going into it, you're like, I really want to play the co-op, and then it's just fundamentally broken. I had that problem with uh, Monster Hunter World, too, when I tried that. I didn't even talk about it because it was that bad. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's a cool game. It's just it's one of those things where, like Kenny said, it's like it's going to require you to grind hundreds of hours and play every (coughs) night and do all this other stuff. And all of the like co-op stuff and being able to play with people is so weird. Like I tried to play with my brother-in-law, and it just... 
he had to watch the cutscene for me to get into the same thing with him, but then I wasn't in the same spot. So I, and it was just like running yeah. around in circles trying to get connect to try this game, and eventually just like I'm just not going to play this. That's ridiculous. Uh, so and I wanted to like Monster Hunter because it sounds fucking dope, but couldn't do it. Yeah, but if they can't lobby you correctly or like they had some, bring, some real issues bring the people that are playing together through the same I mean, experience I, all that stuff apparently is mitigated once you get to a certain point and everybody's seen all that stuff and you've been playing it for a while but it's just like I didn't want to get to that point it wasn't fun at that point so yeah. and that game looks really cool like it had a really good look to it but eh. thanks Japan <laughs> <laughs> alright so let's talk about some good games fuck yes. yeah Red Dead 2 is clearly going to be on this list. It's one of the best stories in video games ever. Even if the yeah. game part of it got really annoying by the end of it, everything else surrounding it. Yeah, which it didn't for me. So, like, I mean, hands down, best game I played all year. Yeah, it's like, the best story in a video game made me actually care about a character. Yeah. To the point where I was just like, I didn't want, I was avoiding the ending because I didn't want him to be gone. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's just, I mean, Red Dead 1 made me want like a really really good cowboy simulator and that's what that's Red what this Dead was, was. Yeah, it was that's what it was a very good cowboy simulator and yeah the car- the acting is phenomenal fucking mind blowing uh the stories like side stories it's very up there with Witcher 3 yep. like when it comes to like how much content they put in that game and even the boring stuff I love doing <laughs> I mean, it was cool. I mean, it, it wore thin on me by the end of the game, but and there were definitely some parts that they probably could have cut or trimmed. Yeah, uh, there's one part where you leave the main island that I just said fuck that part. Um, but overall, I it's a great experience, and it was imp- like it's just dripping with like detail and and production value that just nothing else touches. Yeah, like, it's just the world is so impressive. Like everywhere you look, it looks insane. So it's by that right i mean best story ever ever in a video ever in a video game definitely and yeah one of the best looking games i've ever seen granted i mean it looks like a western from like a movie like it, it's, it's i mean just, it, it's a realistic and thing it was it's very style very thing, very cinematic it had that whole yeah. rock star thing where like you're in a cut scene and then it just kind of pans out to this specific angle and then you're just up against the wall getting shot at and you're playing the game all of a sudden it's like so seamless yeah. the way they do those transitions that it makes you almost feel like you're playing a movie mm-hmm. or something like that, and uh, they they definitely back that up with everything else they they do in the game. It looks incredible. I mean, and I want to talk about the horse mechanics for a little bit because oh, good. the first one was the best horse mechanics I had ever like ever used. Like compared to The Witcher, which is yeah. like what the it got fuck better, is going yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, it did get be- it did get better, but like it just feels like you're riding a horse yeah. in that game. Uh, it's cool, like because even like if you if you tap the button on on the perfect canter of the horse, you'll actually get more speed and like just little touches like that. Uh, every every character in the game has you can interact with, whether it's just to say like hello or actually point a gun at him, rob him, do whatever you want. And they have the nice context system, which was both good and bad sometimes because sometimes you'd be rolling by a horse and someone says hello and you try to talk to them and end up running into a wall or killing someone. Yeah. But, but that, I mean, yeah. the, the game is so complex in itself that, like, they needed to add that many weird different mechanics and you only have so many buttons on a controller. So, yeah. So, I mean, so, yeah. I, I had fun learning the, the mechanics of the game. 
But uh, another thing about it is the music. I'd put Good that, music, yeah. Put that way up there. The soundtrack was phenomenal. And it was just like done so cinematically in certain spots where it's just like the last time you ride to camp as Arthur, it, like how they trigger the music and the music that's playing. And like it's, it's basically just takes control for you, but it's a very like emotional thing. Like you're going and you just like, you know what the fuck's about to happen. And you're just like, holy shit, this is crazy. Yeah. And the music just adds to it. And it's just a, it's a whole feeling. Yeah. I, I've never experienced anything like that yeah. before. And there's, a, there's like at least five of those in this game. So <laughs> yeah, there are. Uh, it's 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 up there. That sounds rad. Yeah. I think I'm going to like it. You're going to like it. Yeah. I think I'm going to like it. You just have to play it when you're ready to play it. Yeah. Basically. Well, I just want it to come to PC and then, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I just need to free up 100 hours of my life somehow. And, well, you'll uh, start it and you'll hate it because it starts off in a way that's so weird and slow. And then after five hours, it'll click and you'll think it's the coolest fucking thing ever. Yeah. So. yeah. That's The Witcher 3. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Which I deeply loves yep so we've already another one we already talked about was Thronebreaker. uh absolutely loved that game that's definitely one of our top games of the year uh, and like i said i haven't even finished it and i can already say that so that's saying something it's also a, a budget game at 30 bucks so check that out yep um another game that is on one of my tops of the year that is because i don't like strategy games and this game made me like strategy games is into the breach um Ooh. Mm-hmm. What I hear a lot of love for this it's game, and I've cool seen game. it like very, very little of it. Yeah. But it's a fucking cool game. Shit um, is fire. It runs really well on the Switch. Uh, it's a perfect Switch game. Um, it's just it has a very simple style, but there's so much to it, and it, it just it's rewarding. As you the more you play it, the better you get, and the more rewarding it feels. And there's just certain satisfaction about. Just doing a move that you know is just going to crush your opponent, and it's 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 a, it's just a great feeling. Yeah, it's another game for idiots that like weird stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's turn based, it's single player, it's strategy, uh, but it boils down to almost more of a puzzle game because unlike so many other strategy games like this, um, it really focuses on efficiency more in your move choices rather than just flat statistics or like a rock paper scissors sort of mechanic which a lot of these games sort of dwell on it's like this beats this and this beats that so use this unit there's no like XCOM percentage of like type of stuff either it's it's all very fair it's like if you're in the right position you're going to do the damage yeah they they literally show you what is going to happen on the enemy turn and it's like Mm -hmm. how are you going to deal with that with the limited amount of tools that you have mm-hmm. so similar it's, to like the Thronebreaker one yeah like, much like that or like a good card game like magic it's like mm-hmm. how can you get the most out of this limited uh tool set that you have and it's fucking ridiculously fun and satisfying to come up with new uh ways to to solve the problems and it's like uh it's not like a run based game but like you you pick like a specific like group of dudes right it is a so, run-based game. Oh, it is. Yeah, you get one game. shot to okay. beat the game, essentially. Yeah. And, and But the one thing is is that uh, you can collect like these time pods and stuff, and if you have a, a character, you can send one of them back in time, so you have one character you can essentially save. So the plot is basically you're a time traveler, and you're going back in time trying to beat these bugs that are destroying the last of humanity. Um, 
and it's a pretty it's cool it's it's all pixelated it's got a weird isometric look to it uh there's four different islands that all have different themes to them so all of the levels have different things um the last level is is crazy because it's like it's multi-staged and it's just it's really fucking cool yeah it's it's a single player board game basically Basically. so and it's it's great yeah and it, it yeah i don't know one of my favorite things this year has been just sort of not having to be so mechanically active with mm-hmm. precision and doing shit it's just it's just a decision making game and it's makes making decisions really fun yep and then the one other thing i'd like to mention about thronebreaker is it has that witcher thing where things will affect the story later on when you're making certain decisions which is cool so yes that's cool sand of the breach and i i'm i'm kind of sad i haven't played it that much i haven't I, played I, it enough either probably dumped 10 or 15 hours into it but i, I want to probably put like, like four or five yeah i want to put like a good like 50 into it because i've only my wife's put probably 70 into it she's played the fuck out of that's that game. awesome yeah yeah there's so many unlocks so there's because there's probably eight or ten different uh squadrons of mechs you can unlock that and then there's a secret one too after you unlock all of them that's amazing yeah and they all play completely differently it, it swaps the rules set up and, and makes you think outside the box and use your what you've learned in different ways which is uh just fucking profound really for how simple it is it's such a simple simple game like the choices are not yeah it's not like it's just like a like a i don't know 10 by 12 by 12 or 10 by 10 grid or something like that and that's Mm -hmm. basically it Uh, it's yeah simple well done and effective like it made me like strategy. And the music is cool too the music is very cool the music is very cool yeah and i think the reason it that it succeeds the most is that there's not a lot of uh randomness not a lot of rng there is some but by letting you know like i said the enemy turns like in exactly as you can prepare yourself for them completely prepare yourself and know what's going on so when you make a mistake in that game you made the mistake yeah you see it happen you're just like oh i'm an idiot occasional little fudge here and there where maybe you don't have the right tools to to do it or you're out of position in such a way that you're like ah fuck but it's and you definitely get into those positions. Oh, fuck into the breach. Yeah. <laughs> so another game we played almost exactly a year ago is Celeste. Mm. Uh, one of my favorite platformers of last year. Uh, super good story. Super tight controls. Super fun levels. Never felt like... Very overly, forgiving checkpoint system. Yeah. Never felt <laughs> yeah. overly challenging unless you were trying to go for things that were not necessarily like those strawberry levels. Yeah, I did the B-side. I did a few of the B-sides. Did you? Yeah, they those are, are hard. Yeah. It's very frustrating, but fun. And they even have that stuff for for you later. Um, that game's free on Xbox Live right now, so mm-hmm. you should get it if you have Xbox Live. It's super fun. It has an, a really well-done story that I would never have expected from a game like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think that's its strongest um, point, yeah. honestly. Like it's the got game, some pretty good writing, too. It's pretty funny. Yeah, because uh, it sort of tells a story that is not flashy, and it's not. it doesn't try too hard. You're not like, saving the world or anything. It's just kind of a personal story. Yeah, but personal in a way that I think anybody can exactly. really identify with, because it sort of talks about... Uh, Sort of like inner demons that the main character faces, but you know, not too strong. Just kind of some indecisiveness yeah. and sort of uh, just coming to grips with like who you actually are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're um, definitely not shoving it in your face. No, it's just no. no, they're not. They are. She, it's, and it's done tastefully. Yeah, yeah, tastefully and organically. It 
sort of un- unveils itself and you're like i don't know it's relatable i think in yeah. a way that a lot of uh sort of grander stupid stories and stuff aren't it's just a very simple uh tale and nothing really even happens it's not, not really no you get just, to the top of a mountain that's yeah. basically it <laughs> it's just like, yeah. guess what people have a cool menu system too it's like all done in 3d and stuff i remember that being really cool yeah yeah and the the music like, again, great music just, all the b-sides tend to be the the ones that the, slap the b-sides are all remixed yeah, versions and the, even the c-sides are even more remixed versions and yeah, heavier heard versions anything. of uh, so if you ever want to listen to a dope banging video game soundtrack listen to some of the b or yeah, c-sides it's, it's been added to my list yeah so and all one per, one person did all of mm-hmm. that stuff which is one of the developers i think the only uh criticism i have of it is that they sort of flip the rule setup a lot on a lot of the different levels yeah. there's different they introduce new mechanics that they don't in every stage it's or whatever, like a yeah. blessing and a curse like it's cool that it mixes it up but you're also not prepared for it and then you never use that thing again yeah it's got it like, was kind of like kind you like kind of makes you miss the previous one as you as you're progressing it's like yeah. kind of wish this was just the simple platforming stuff from the, the earlier levels mm. yeah because it does get a little intense. But yeah, great game. Definitely one of the top ones of the I'm year. I'm going to play it again on Xbox. Soon, yeah, I might as well. I think. Yeah. And then uh, a game we all played that looked incredible and it was kind of what we were expecting, but it was good, was Forza 4. As advertised. Yep. <laughs> Forza ever, Horizon for us. Did you ever say. play that, Kenny? No. I thought you did. It's a racing game. That's the seasons add quite a bit. It's pretty cool. Uh, I like the online aspect of it where they switch out your races every week. It makes it a little bit more replayable. Um, I was just playing it right before this podcast. It's just a fun game to just drive around the world and it just looks incredible. And Forza always plays great. So, yeah, I'd say one of my biggest criticisms about the game because they they fixed a lot of the stuff that I didn't like about the third one. but like they added the avatars in four, yeah. which is a cool concept. They do dances and stuff after you finish races, but they're super fucking stupid looking. Yeah, like every there's only other twelve of them to choose person from. in a racing car game, and yeah, they're yeah they're just not good looking. And you get like hats and clothes and shit for yeah, them. and it was fine. Uh, the the graphic design stuff towards the end of each race was like incredible yeah like how like it would just zoom out you'd see your car in front of this like big screen and it was just it was really cool and really well done but yeah i mean the avatar stuff and the general tone where it's just kind of just like hey you're awesome can you be awesome for me that's great thanks (laughs) we need more of that yeah (laughs) all right yeah the positive factor it was very positive it was very british in that way not Uh, to be underestimated Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah and that was my favorite thing about it. just fucking fun it's just a fun yeah, thing not a lot fun. of games these days are just fucking fun yeah. to play and yep. this game's just like hey want to play this fucking video game and have fun like <laughs> we got you um they just added more yeah. fun to forza yeah, yeah. And I, do, I do like the season stuff the season yeah. stuff is neat uh, and it does actually pr- provide a pretty big difference in certain areas like you have to switch up your cars in the winter you need a freaking truck or something that has some grip on it yeah four-wheel drive car they or, give you the uh unique challenges during the season yeah. where it's like hey do this circuit and do that circuit and play this one online and and do all these things uh, I, I think it's a good step forward for that series Mm -hmm. i I hope that they make more cool online stuff in their Mm -hmm. in their dlcs are always pretty cool and the new one's out it looks good it's just 20 bucks 
Is it? Yeah, I mean, I'll get it. At, at yeah, when it, point, if, it, if it comes down to ten bucks, that. I'll probably pick it up. But I also didn't pay for a Forza because neither did I. So I really shouldn't be complaining. But Microsoft, yeah. uh, Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. yeah. So Forza, Forza Horizon Four. Uh, the last game we're really going to talk about that we all love and is probably the best game of this year and was one of our top three games last year, uh, Dead Cells. A game fucking, fucking is, fucking. has like the perfect control system. Yeah, way to take me back to my childhood. <laughs> it's Yeah, it feels like I'm just constantly doing what I used to do on any Nintendo game I ever played when I was a kid. Yep. In a really great way, and it changes it up almost every time that you play it. Yeah, game's annoyingly well designed. Yeah, they just uh, revamped it completely and changed a whole bunch of stuff. They changed the time doors. They moved them to the in-between areas where you could spend souls and stuff. And it's it's way better. They and it, I give them praise for like taking something that was already really good and revamping it and making it even better and like completely changing the structure of the game to the point where I just started over again for the third time. And I'm okay with that because it's still super fun. Uh, the, the the dodge roll in that game is better than anything in ever, any game ever. Like, it's just so... You can cancel out of every single thing. It's like yeah. it's unfair. I would agree with that sentiment that the dodge roll in that game is pretty much better than anything ever. Yeah. yeah. And again, I mean, you can predict where it's going to end almost every time when you do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which is and you can, so goddamn You can cool. cancel out of any yeah. attack, any block, any jump, Even the any dodge. You fall. Can you can cancel out of a fucking dodge with yeah. a dodge. It's, it's absurd. Like, it's just so well done. Yeah. So, like, if you see any projectiles coming, you see anything getting yeah. weird and funky, you're just like, psh, dodge, psh, dodge, psh, dodge, yeah. dodge through doors. And it's dodge. not limited to stamina or anything. No, you just dodge whenever you want. But it is a great roguelike game. And I, I've i played a bunch of times at your guys' house, house's uh, Rogue Legacy, oh, which yes. I have never, ever purchased myself. Oh, my myself, God, buy it. Which, I've never beaten it. Which what? Is, never beat it. Which is... Really, I mean, I've had a blast playing it, and, and I know that if I had that game, I would play the shit out of it until I beat it. So Dead Cells is like my first game like that that yeah. I've ever oh, owned. Yeah, oh, it's so but satisfying. It, it feels very similar, the progression system after every run and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's both things. It's like you unlocking the new items, getting better items to pick, and then you, as the player, just getting legitimately and then just better. the items in general like just how, how you can synchronize and create crazy sets of uh, weapon sets it's just everybody it, the thing is like i'm watching todd play and he's playing completely different than i do yeah, and yeah. ryan's playing completely different than i do too yeah. he just came up with this an all purple build that just crushed yeah like, oh, ice, wow i've never thought to do that ice that's blast awesome. and infantry bow, bow man infantry bro is <laughs> yeah the ice the sub-zero ice blast thing is like the best Ugh. one of the best things kenny you would like dead cells kenny's played dead cells he played with us when we were in California. Dead Cells. Dead Cells. <laughs> Kenny loves Dead Cells. Confirmed. Full endorsement from Kenny Perrin. Dead Cells. Dead Cells. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very good. And I can't wait. I don't know when the update's coming out on the Switch, but I'm going to play the shit out of it. I want to beat the game. Me too. I've I haven't beaten it very fucking either. close. Yeah, I just started it again on PC. Yeah, I started it for the third time right before this podcast. It's fucking good. It's really good. So yeah, I think uh, since we all play different games, we all have kind of our own stuff that'll be on our own list that we kind of want to talk about that not everybody here played. Um, so yeah, I think. I mean, I guess I can I can help Ryan on this one. He's played a, a bunch of new Smash Brothers. 
Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, I, I was yeah. not planning on buying Smash Brothers, actually. And uh, Christmas Eve, my brother-in-law uh, was at my parents' house, and he doesn't play video games at all. He does have a Nintendo Switch because he got one last year for Christmas. And he likes Mario Kart. Like, he grew up... He likes playing the games that he kind of grew up with. Yeah, yeah. Which well, are That's Nintendo a lot of people games. are like, yeah. So so he's totally fine with a Nintendo Switch. He probably played absolutely none of Mario Kart. Yeah. I got him Mario Art Odyssey last year for Christmas. I don't think he's played any of that. But yeah. he did get Smash Brothers. And he was like, yo, I'm bringing it. And we're going to play it. And so I brought my dock down into my parents' living room and... We hooked it up, and I was like, yeah, we'll play a couple games, and that'll be good. Like, three and a half hours later, we were both <laughs> so fucking into Smash Brothers. Um, I bought it a few days later, a few days after Christmas, and and I was like, all right, I'm going to give this a shot because it's fun to play multiplayer, and I'd love to play it with other people that have it. Um, but what really got me was the adventure mode. It's cool. Yeah. It's like dripping with nostalgia. I mean, there are a ton of modes. There's a ton of shit that you can do. There's a ton of characters to unlock. Like, I don't even... It's like 70-something characters on there? It's it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, And it's the adventure mode that I keep coming back to. Because it has this overworld type of map thing Mm -hmm. that you go into. Kind of like... I mean, it's like an RPG, kind of. Yeah. I don't really know how to, like, what to, you know, compare it to. Yeah, it's 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 more like a like a fighting game mode kind of where, but you have a big overworld and you can kind of choose a path, and the path you choose determines who you're unlocking and who you're fighting. Right, and it tells a story as you fight each person, and it kind of weaves into this weird narrative. Yeah, I only played about the first hour of it. I got to Sonic the Hedgehog, and he kicked my ass, and I stopped playing. Yeah, I've I've played. I mean, I've pretty much almost exclusively play that that game type in the game but yeah you can i mean there's switches that you have to hit to unlock different doors and get to different secret secret areas and 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 i still haven't beat it yet and i've played a lot i've played a lot of it but my favorite thing about smash brothers as a whole is i only had that one multiplayer experience but like as you're doing adventure mode you're also unlocking new characters for mm-hmm. just the game in general you're also getting yourself little like pieces of like things that like currency that you can spend in other areas mm-hmm. of the game unlocking then, new spirits then and I'll stuff. go yeah then I'll unlock like a character that I like and then play classic mode like my favorite memory from Smash Brothers is the Nintendo 64 Smash Brothers with yeah, that classic adventure mode yeah. Wow, where you would go through like a six to eight stage thing and then, and fight, then the fight a boss, fight yeah, fight Master Hand, and Metal then Mario. you unlocked. I don't even remember what you unlocked. Like maybe a different suit, yeah, or was, something, yeah. But uh, they ha- they have that classic mode for every character, but it's different for every character that you unlock. <laughs> uh, and it's only I think six stages, but like at, I got to the end of the Mario one and I was fighting Bowser. And then I beat him, and then he turned into Giga Bowser, like which yeah. is this giant fucking version of Bowser. Uh, but like that's not something that's going to happen in another character's like version of Classic Mode. But then you're playing Classic Mode, you're also still unlocking main characters, and you're also still getting stuff that you can use. Everything in, you do unlocks in, in Adventure Mode. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. 
and then adventure mode has like those the the assist spirits yeah. that you can get, which are basically like little playing card characters that give you bonuses during your. And there are the ton of match. cool ones that all relate to the characters. Like you can get like revolver ocelot for snake and like. They have pretty that much every, like, yeah. maybe every video game character. Yeah, you can yeah, it seems like it's filled with the most Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah, stuff it in there. Yeah, just overflowing. And, and and the cool thing about those is there's also this weekly and like this time thing called the Spirit Board where you go, and the more you play the Spirit Board, the more slots unlock on the board. But there are all little timed Spirit cards on the board that you can like I have five minutes left to get this one and then it disappears so you have to like see which ones you want and some of them are like legendary some of them are like smaller ones but you can also use the smaller ones to craft into bigger ones so it's got a lot of really weird elements that I never expected from it but I've been playing it kind of non-stop for the last month that's awesome like that's yeah it's it's good it's cool. It's good. And I wish I, I liked it more. And I love Smash Brothers. So yeah, like, yeah. I I want to like everything around Smash Brothers is great. I just it's never fun for me to play. Like I, even when we we had people over here, my friend Mark brought his over, and we were playing some one on one, and it's just I just never feels good to me. I can never like figure it out. And maybe I mean I used to like it on the sixty four, but I. It's because you stink. Yeah, I do. I stink. <laughs> Games are fun when you stink at them. Yeah. Wow, I wish I could just figure harsh. it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's uh, 2019 I mean, revelations. <laughs> you know why you don't like it? You, you stink. stink. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Ken. Uh, did you love it when you played it back when it came out? I the, loved it, the 64 one, yeah. yeah. Did you like any of the other? I mean, I've I never played really any other ones really. enjoy so. any of the other ones. I played them, but... Yeah, I didn't play like, any of them. They really. got so convoluted with all the characters, which this one kind of has, but they all feel very different, yeah. which is which is cool. I was always a Kirby guy. Yeah, Kirby's Kirby's one of the most powerful video game characters ever, so... Yeah, it's cool. There's that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Smash Brothers, it's... Uh, not what I expected. It's better than I expected. So I'm I'm cool with that. Hell yeah, brother. Cool. And the, uh, you got another game here that you wanted to talk about? Uh, yeah, Hollow Knight, which did not come out this year. That's fine. Well, it did for the Switch. It did for the Switch, which yeah. is... I don't have a computer, so... I played so. it. I played it last year on the computer for a while, and I enjoyed it. But you played way more of it and enjoyed it way more than I did. So. Yeah, another... I mean, so a theme, I guess, for the year for me is, like... Like, not being afraid of difficult video games, which, like, sometimes I am, like, Dark Souls and, and stuff like that. Like, I don't want to get into for fear of getting frustrated with it, uh, which Hollow Knight uh, definitely has the potential to give you that frustration, but I loved every fucking second of it. Yeah. And it's the best Metroidvania game I've ever played. Um, I mean, I don't know if there's Drop much that more to- gavel. Drop that <laughs> gavel. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, we talked about it to death. We just got to give it its props. It's 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 a good game. Yeah, and it yeah, it's wonderful. Fuck yeah, all night. Uh, another game that I can help Todd out with that's on his list this year, Subnautica. Fuck. Fuck. It's a cool fucking game. Yeah, I've heard about it a few times. It. Uh, I ultimately came to the conclusion that it was my favorite game that I played this year. It seems <laughs> stupid. Seems real stupid, but um, 
It was the only game this year that I was feverishly addicted to and couldn't stop playing and just liked yeah. every second of it. Because uh, unlike a lot of other survival games, uh, it gives you limitations and some direction out of the gate, uh, which is my favorite thing. Because you, you crash, whatever, land in like this little shallow, uh, you know... A toll, and that's that's a word, right? A toll. I don't know. You're in a uh, shallow ocean. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere. That's like an ocean word or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, you start off with you know nothing to do. Just a little except, life pod. Yeah, yeah. You try to get food and, and water or whatever, um, and then you slowly start expanding from there. And it, it doesn't feel so uh, brutal and insurmountable out of the gate. You're just like, oh, I got to do this and do that, and then. It gives you some simple restrictions with oxygen, uh, and then once you uh, sort of overcome that, you can craft the uh, oxygen tank, which lets you dive a little deeper uh, and get a little further. And that was my favorite thing about that game is the upgrade system. Mm-hmm. As you start Eventually upgrading, you get the little like robot thing that takes yeah, you. Yeah, as you start and... upgrading things, you start to be able to forage out a little further and, and find some different things. Um, and the other thing that I really like about it is unlike a lot of uh, procedural uh, survival games, it's uh, more bespoke. Like it's a mm-hmm. de- uh, carefully it a designed story. Yeah, it has it has a, a designed map that is what it is. It's not uh, just where the resources are are randomly generated, but that's it. Um, everything else is sort of custom made, and uh, you find things that way. Uh, and yeah, as you unlock more traversal tools, like you get a submarine, and then you can get a little bit further. You can get like bases, and yeah, the yeah. base building shit. Um, not huge on building bases. I get a little uh, aimless. Yeah, aimless with the creative things like that. But the base serves a purpose because you can store a lot of items uh, in there and it gives you some different uh, conversion tools where you can start turning this resource into that. Um, it's just fucking super fun. I don't know. I, I love undersea things. Uh, Echo the Dolphin on the Dreamcast Hell yeah. was Really, the Sega Genesis. Yeah, the Sega. I never played the Genesis one, but the Dreamcast one. I just really like the whole underwater 3D it's thing, cool. being able to explore and to do that. that. Yeah, it just got kind of lost in it, and it just has a really good sense of discovery and finding all the like. You can find a cave, you know, like you go down a little tube, and you know, in a cave or whatever, and then it's just like, oh, there's this whole different ecosystem with yeah. all this uh i, I enjoyed the, the parts that i played of it i got hung up on the survival stuff because i kept dying too often so i, I want to start it over in like the non-survival mode where you can just you don't have to worry about food or water because then i think i'd enjoy it more because i just was having trouble finding water and all that stuff and it became the priority not to explore it was more just find my resources and then it just stopped being fun yeah uh, are you swimming in water oh yeah Oh, is it non-salt so, water? Is it can't drink salt water, water <laughs> yeah. dummy. Can't drink salt water. Oh, so drinking water. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it does. It does have some of that same uh, effect as below, where it doesn't explain anything. Yeah, uh, definitely. So I think it would behoove you to do a like a little bit of reading, which I didn't want to do initially, but I was like, I just need to figure out just like a few key tips, yeah. you know. And once you know a few of the key tips on like, oh, this fish drops water, and this is an easy one to use for food. Uh, once you get around some of those initial gates, it, yeah. it opens up a little bit more. But yeah, I could see how if you're not down with that 
clown. Uh, yeah, because I like the exploration stuff a lot, uh, and the, even the storyline stuff crashing, and like, it was really well done. And I wanted to continue it, but I just kept getting so frustrated with trying to survive that it was like, eh, yep. it's preventing me from enjoying. And it had the same dumb thing that I'm into, I guess that like the witness does, and that the the. Uh, <laughs> That below got out of me, which was like the weird. I'm gonna draw a map and like yeah. figure this shit because there's no map in the game, which no. yeah. initially is like what the <laughs> fuck. Like you're, this is stupid, but you eventually find blueprints for these things uh, called beacons, which you can set a color to and you can drop them wherever you want. Mm-hmm. And once they're down, they don't move. Uh, and then you can sort of make your own map from that because you're like, oh, I'm gonna put this beacon over here next to this landmark that I know what it is and oh, I'm going to put this beacon over yeah, you here. You just map it out yourself. Yeah, next to this you know, landmark and then you can sort of triangulate like where your home base is next to this thing and that thing and I don't know, I really like just mapping it That's out cool. and sort of scouting. Did you start playing it in early access? No. Or no, no, it, it was, was right full it release? Out. I played it at full, right when it released I started playing it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. It sounds very No Man's Sky-ish Done right in exactly. the water. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what it was. Yeah, because I mean, No Man's Sky has turned into kind of it's exactly that, that game. It's exactly yeah. those things, but instead of just didn't start there. the randomness yeah. and like, oh, maybe I'm gonna have a shitty experience because this planet sucks or there's yeah, these yeah. drones after me. It's, it's just like, like you have a bespoke world rather. Yeah, than yeah. It's like it's, it's hand designed and and balanced in that way that you don't really have a bad time. And it's fucking terrifying also when you get down to like the way we Yeah, you, the deep, deep stuff is scary. I am up. scared of underwater stuff, so I'm Dude, it's sh- fucked. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. I remember like when I first got like the first submarine thing, like the little buggy you get, you have like a certain depth level you can go to before it starts like beeping and you get too high pressure. And I was like right on the cusp <laughs> of like where I was couldn't go any lower and like my suit was fine, so if I went lower I could go lower but I couldn't bring that. And there was just this Manta ray, not a manta ray, like an eel or something that just came out and scared the bejesus out of me. So it's like it does give you those moments in that game, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's weird. It's such a fucking hodgepodge mess of. It's cool that weirdness those type that, of games exist. Yeah, so it's, it's really fucking good. Really fucking good. Uh, in addition to that, briefly, Northgard. You talked about that last podcast. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to touch on it too much, but that was just one of my favorite games that came out this year that I played. Just a light, basically single-player worker placement game. Uh, It is technically an RTS, but it's not so many things to manage. Um, And the biggest reason why it's not like that is because of the the worker system. Mm. You don't have specific units for specific things. You can build the buildings and send the workers to those things and then they become those specialists but at any point you can send them back to the main base and then they become just base workers again Mm. and you're only juggling a handful of resources food lumber um and money troops yeah and it has the seasons where the winter comes and it throttles the uh demand for firewood and for food Hmm. You're just balancing those things and trying to explore a map and just trying to be as efficient as you can with the tools that you have. And every time, every game you play, um, you think you have a handle on it. You're like, oh, this time I'm going to just be fucking mint on food and everything's going to be fine. And then you're like, well, fuck, I don't have any money and I can't build any more shit. And then everything goes to hell. Yeah. And it it's sounds every, like one of those games. Yeah. You think you have it and then you don't. And then every game you learn, you sort of find a, a 
a little bit more strategy and what you end up realizing is yeah you have to just be well balanced uh but it's very difficult to be well balanced mm. and it's just every time uh just trying to do that it's just very very satisfying north cool. guard north guard fuck you <laughs> uh, kenny you wanted to talk a little bit about vermintide too i think right I don't know if it would be a game of the year. It's one, well, I mean, it's one of your games. It's one game that I played. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> that came out in 2018. You had fun with. Yeah, I played a good chunk. played like 50-something hours. So, I mean. Yeah, that's a lot. A decent played, chunk. Yeah, I played a lot. Um, it's one of those games where you need people to play with. Like, yeah. you, you have to have It's friends. a co-op-y thing. Yeah. It's, it's like Left 4 Dead with yeah. fucking rats and swords and hammers. and it's medieval and, Left 4 Dead. <laughs> It's it's fun. I mean, it's I'm not gonna go too deep into it. Uh, there's a bunch of shit that's come out recently, or not recently, but since its launch, that I never even touched because no one fucking played it. So yeah, that would have been I would play. It's on more. Game Pass. I would have played more if there was people who played. But yeah, it was fun. Cool. I mean, it's cool to it's cool to kill rats and cut heads off and oh, cut yeah. fucking <laughs> limbs off and shit. Yeah, and Left 4 uh, Dead is fun, so doing that in the, a medieval uh, setting sounds awesome. The main character, because there's a bunch of different classes, and like there's a mage and a fucking dwarf, and they'll have subclasses, but I played the, the bow and arrow bitch, as you do. Um, <laughs> as and you do. just fucking... Because it tracks your stats and your damage and your kills in the, the scenarios that you do. Just always just crushing everything with bows and arrows. And as you progress, getting you know more powerful, getting more abilities, the ability to just get ammo from everything and always have ranged ammo, and just crushing souls and tearing rats' faces off. Boy, <laughs> it's a fucking it's a fun game. But yeah, I mean, it's the only that I can think of is the only game that I that I played this year. <laughs> I love it. That came out in two thousand. That came out. You played for honor too. I did play for honor. Did that come out in 2018? No, it did not. I was going to say. Yeah. I played that, and but I that's did a, not like it. But that's a cool It was cool. Game. Yeah, it was a fun game. Um, I played a little bit of that as well. I really wanted to play Spider-Man. I don't know how no I'm gonna one talk said, about, yeah, I'm going to talk about Spider-Man. There you go. Yeah. yeah, that was something that I regret. Also, I finally, God of War. Yeah. finally uh, sold my PlayStation, so I Hell yeah, brother. didn't give. I didn't get it. I was going to. I was waiting yeah. for a sale to buy Spider-Man, but... It was, yeah. it was, I mean, bridging into my games, two yeah, games that nobody else played is Spider-Man. Segway. Spider-Man was fucking dope. Uh, ah, it played yeah. like the, it's the swinging is how you remember Spider-Man 2 being super fun. Spider-Man 2 uh, on Xbox was one of my favorite games. It was very, very fun. Um, and the storyline was incredible. It made me s- multiple times just stand up and be like, fuck yeah. Like, I just fucking love Peter Parker and his character. Uh, all the acting was really well done. Um, the DLC was kind of disappointing, uh, just because it's buggy and the writing was kind of lackluster. But the the main game was incredible. Uh, it did exactly what I wanted it to do. A lot of the game just plays like an Arkham Asylum game, um, which is nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. Just with a that. really good open world game. It looks incredible. Great story. Play it if you have a PlayStation. It looks awesome. Uh, equally as good looking and equally as fun, God of War was absolutely insanely good this year. Um, one of those, one of the best combat systems I've played in a game in a long time. Very satisfying, good puzzle design, great world design, 
And the story was really cool, and I hope that they they carry it out in the next one. I don't think they won't. I mean, like I mean, I hope they that. pull up, they pull off what they did in the first one and the next one because yeah. it was it was just so impeccably done. There's a character you you pick up and basically chop his head off, and he he gets attached to your belt, and he just tells you stories about Norse mythology through the whole game, and it sounds rad as fuck. It's fucking awesome. It, it to the point where I went out and bought a book on Norse mythology and read it. Sounds like you don't have to pick up a bunch of fucking scrolls like. In Tomb Raider and read them. No, no, yeah. There's a lot of reading in Tomb Raider. Uh, yeah, um, but no, but there's tell, a lot of like side. But stuff I like I like that stuff, and I like when somebody tells it creatively. Like you just cut somebody's head off, and yeah. he's on your belt, and then he's telling you those stories instead of reading them off of like stupid artifacts that you find in a menu yeah, system. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it was. I mean, the storyline was really cool. Uh, the Taking, making Kratos a dad and making him have a whole separate set of priorities and things was really neat. What they did with the character of his son, Atreus, was really well done, too. Get cut tad annoying in the middle when he becomes a little annoying kid, but just like imagine a 12-year-old who learns he's a god. He just becomes a fucking asshole. Um, but yeah, it, it was excellent, and I highly recommend playing it. Yeah, I wish I played that. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, anybody, I, any of I you will. guys pick up a PlayStation? Sorry, Kenny. I will be picking up a PlayStation. Um, I can log in and soon. you can get all my games. So, oh, uh, digital. Digital right. versions of my games. Horizon 2? Horizon. All right. All right. I'm game. That's sick. I did uh, wipe my PlayStation prior to selling it. That's so. probably a good idea. Well, yeah. all my games I bought were digital except for Street Fighter and Black Ops 3, maybe. Yeah. So, like, I had two disc games, but kind of felt bad because I was like I have a lot of fucking games out here that I yeah. tied to my played, name and fuck but, you but uh, yeah you can uh, suck the peripheral yep. dick yep because uh, yeah that's my login yeah. so did the same thing with mine yeah <laughs> I also have a disc version of Bloodborne too so uh, ooh yes so yes I guess I'm into challenging games yeah so. yeah you will, you will like Bloodborne yeah baby so yeah I mean overall the year has been kind of weird for me i played a lot less games this year than i have in previous years yeah but i mean everything i played i mean close to everything that i played is on like my top <laughs> games list so right. it's not that bad because ain't nobody it, got time for bullshit it's, easy it's true to, yeah i mean weed out the bad games i did play a couple shitty games shack <laughs> <laughs> foo shack foo shack foo <laughs> fucking legendary born Oh, man. I did do that. Chop, chop, motherfucker. Yep. So chop, there's definitely chop. some garbage. I do, I do want to point out, though, a couple things from this. Well, actually, only one thing from this year is that it was the first time that I ever voted with my wallet and feel like I won because I did not get the fucking new Destiny update that cost $60. And now it's 20 and bucks. now them and Activision are done Yep, because they didn't sell enough version which is great because now they can self-publish and do what they want to do with that game and hopefully they don't monetize the fucking updates because i paid a hundred dollars for the game and i don't want to pay any more for update no like, yeah that's frustrating we'll see we'll see what they do yeah. i do want to play forsaken i've heard good things about where it, where it's at now so yeah. i probably will go back into that um i have a free copy of destiny on the pc now so maybe i'll start over and play with one of you guys on pc i have it I probably won't play it. I have it. I'm not installing that shit. I yeah, gotta, yeah. yeah fuck, no, fuck off. Never mind then. Is there anything that anybody's looking forward to? Division 2. Division yes. 2 looks incredible. Yes, that, that's what I was going to say. I want to check out what Anthem is. 
because that game Anthem looks cool. is looking pretty dope. I tried the new Resident Evil 2 demo. That game looks incredible. I heard you can walk and shoot at the same time. You can. It's great. Okay. There's a 30-minute demo on Xbox. You can test out the first, like, I don't know, 25 minutes of the game. It's a remake, not a remaster, it's, correct? It's a re- completely remade. Yeah, so it's different. Than it's, it's different actors and stuff, but it's the same plot and the same, same idea. sections of the... It's just a little, redone and a looks... different, yeah, and it's but you can new. walk and shoot at the same time. It's fine. I'm not going to play it. It's a scary game, so let's be real. Yeah, he can't. He's not going to play it. Yeah, my, my biggest thing this year is I, I realize I don't give a fuck about like big budget sort of games anymore. Depends or, on the game, but yeah. Not yeah, not even so much big I mean, budget. It's just I I don't know, I found myself playing so many weird like niche sort of strange games. Uh I sort of got away from the the games that have a high like skill ceiling in terms of execution in favor of more games that have to do with like planning and thinking and and sort of more games that are like board games would you say pretty much yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this year i mean i've been increasingly playing a lot more board games over the last you know probably five six years um and i played a fuckload this year and i i really like them uh but yeah i found myself leaning more toward games like that where it's not so much uh you know frustration and failing execution and things like and like a sort of ah uh, oh god I can't find the word right now like a twitchy you, pre- you prefer games that don't require skill a different kind of skill like like the physical like like, like the twitchy yeah like the hand. twitchy dexterity yeah. type of shit I I was kind of going toward more slow paced kind of I don't know intellectual type games <laughs> yes I'm not trying to say I'm this different this, right. this time thinking. next year Todd's going to be playing a bunch of 4X games and that's going to be critical like, thinking skills to the max it might be but like yeah I don't know I, I really enjoy uh, board games and sort of the the, the planning and I, I, I most like the just kind of getting together and seeing people and getting away from a glowing rectangle uh, <laughs> yeah. sort of aspect because Lord knows that we get enough of that every waking fucking moment of every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and Still lots of glowing rectangles even when we're hanging out. Yeah, so. it's true. It's true. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's kind of my biggest thing. Or if you're Ryan glowing oval rounded rectangles. Glowing oval wrong. With a notch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sweet notch, bro. <laughs> I've been really into that. And it's just weird because, like, that shit's existed forever. Uh, yeah. But it's sort of coming to a renaissance yeah. in terms of uh, turn-based mechanics and, and different... Yeah, no, it's... Uh, well, I also like that. like that a lot of the games on my list are were, like, very memorable. Like, yeah. it was very easy to come up with a list of games that I played this year because a lot of them were very good, like, regardless of mm-hmm. of what it was. Yeah, and I think, yeah, that has to do with the free time thing, because you selected, we've all sort of selected the the best of the best, right? Because stuff you know you want to play, you know is good, Mm -hmm. uh, that you want to dedicate time to, because time is precious at this point. Yeah, and that shit's out there. Like, there's something for anybody to play. If you want to play the weird, you know, fuckboy you know, strategy game like I play, or you want to play a you know all male dating sim, or you want to play fucking Call of Duty like it's there. Wait, there's all male dating sims? Yeah, dude, that Dream aren't Daddy. Call of Duty. Oh Dream Daddy. Dream Daddy. <laughs> oh Jesus! You should play Dream Daddy, Kenny. Dude, can we live stream it? <laughs> yeah. There, there's, I mean, there's something for anybody, which is the coolest thing I think about games now. Um, Very true, and a lot of like, 
everything seems to be coming to the Switch. There's a lot more like exposure to games. Um, phones are getting so powerful now that you can play Fortnite and shit on your fucking phone. Like it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean Microsoft has this big thing. I, I forget what it's called, but they they're definitely investing towards streaming video oh, yeah, games. The, yeah, their games on any device. Yep, which is weird. Because and Sony's been doing that with the Gaikai stuff too. Their whole mobile platform. Yeah, they tell, uh, they so, say straight up said go get an Android or an iPhone. Drop your Windows phone. So they're basically going to be focusing on getting their games on those devices, which is yeah. pretty Which is what uh, Sony has been looking forward. Uh, Ubisoft is preparing for it. Like a lot of people are saying that the streaming games are going to be the future, which is great for Todd's future where he likes these turn-based games, but it's bad for the Twitch shooter people out there who are going to still need the hardware to run that stuff. So Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it's it's cool. There's something for everybody out there. Yeah, it won't take over it either. Like there'll exactly be a, there'll a always be there's always going to be the the hardcore guy who needs to have it running locally. I still like Twitch shooting, by the way. I yeah. probably played more hours of Overwatch than <laughs> yeah. any other game I've played this year. I probably dumped two hundred hours. Um, one game I'm hoping comes out soon is Titanfall three. Because yeah, two Titanfall was, Two is still probably my favorite shooter. I didn't play enough of the multiplayer because it was so fucking good, and I just was not in the mood for a first-person yeah. shooter multiplayer game. But the story my favorite in Titanfall Two was incredible, so I can only imagine yeah. what they're going to pull off in in three. That and Last of Us Two is coming out next year, twenty uh, nineteen. I think so. I mean, I'll definitely own a PlayStation by then. That's um, for sure. There's another one too. Uh, I mean, that I can think of, but, uh, I'm the new I'm, Remedy game. I'm very excited about the new Trials game. That's yeah, that comes out in like a fe- month, end of yeah. February 2026, yeah. 20, I think. But I'm always a I'll I'll cheese every Trials game. That and this one's comes back out. to basics again, so it seems like yeah, it's I, I, did, I played the uh, alpha or yeah. the beta or whatever. It was. Yeah, I remember talking about it. Yeah, and it was cool. Cool. Well, we were at an hour and fifty minutes now, so we're going to call that a podcast. I think. Yeah, that's probably thanks good. for sticking with us. <laughs> Uh, you can find us at Social Nerd Rev on Twitter, uh, Running in Circles Podcast at Facebook, and you can email us at socialnerdreview at gmail.com. So do that, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Cheers.